0: Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council Podcast. We hope you enjoy today's featured message. How's everybody doing today? So I have the honor of presenting Coach Lovejoy to everybody. We're excited about his presentation. So Coach Jim Lovejoy has more than a decade of coaching experience, leading and mentoring youth of all ages in football, baseball, and wrestling. He is currently an assistant football coach at Streetsboro High School, where he helped to lead his team to its first undefeated season and state playoff running years. In addition to his coaching activities, Coach Lovejoy is passionate about people and community. He has hosted several outreach initiatives throughout the county, has mentored several people that have come out of poverty and addiction, and even started their own businesses. So in recognition of his work, the Streetsboro Chamber of Commerce honored him as a 2019 Streetsboro Citizen of the Year. He has a pastor's degree in ministerial studies through C. Peter Wagner Institute and currently lives in Streetsboro with his wife and four children, where they serve as the senior leaders of the Northgate. Everyone give a warm welcome to Coach Lovejoy.
1: Thank you so much. Just want to thank everybody for allowing me to be on here today. I want to thank Mike Thompson, who contacted me to ask me to be a part of this. And so I'm just thankful to be here and uh, just to get to speak to everybody for a little bit who's on here, all the business owners, all the people that do things around our county, around our region. Nothing happens inside of this county. Nothing happens inside of your business. Nothing happens inside of your own home without the unity of people getting along and being in this together. So especially the time that we're living in right now with a pandemic on our hands, none of us have ever led in any of this before. I'm uh, coaching football in this for the first time ever in history. We're leading a group of students how to be successful in the time of adversity So a lot of people believe this is kind of the end of certain things. I believe this is nothing more than a great beginning. This is a new beginning for all of us in the area of business, in the area of our cities. In so many different ways, we get to lead right now and do things in a new way. And so when I say that, that's what we were talking about here today. I was asked to talk about culture and uh, talk about what it means to lead people into success. Every single one of us are created and designed to have a want to of a dream inside each and every one of us. And so what happens is, is through disappointment, through different relationships and through life, the dream starts to fade away, or as we grow and mature, the dream starts to change direction. But one thing we can all begin to say is the dream never, ever, ever goes away. And so with that, having dreams, you wanna be successful. And when you're gonna be successful in life, you're gonna have to realize you cannot do that on your own. No matter what you've done ever in your life, you've had to rely and put faith and resources into other people that has been put into your life. And so with me being a a coach, I coach high school football, coach high school wrestling and high school baseball here in Streetsboro. And I'm also a pastor in the city. I coach my son's baseball, wrestling and football. My little guys are kind of traveling the same route that uh, I did the same road. So there's a little bit of legacy there. So I'm so thankful to have contact constantly with people and like mike thompson had shared i have seen people in their success but i've also seen people come out of the pit i've seen them come out of addiction i've seen them come out of broken marriages i've seen them come out of complete misidentification and so some of the things that we're going to talk about is when we talk about culture there's three things that we really want to talk about in the culture whether it's in your home whether it's the business that you're running whether it's the community that you're in Every single community that you're a part of, every culture that you're a part of, has a language, it has an attitude, and it has an effort. All those three things are attached to what's going on. And Inside the language is the world you live in. You speak it. You speak that into existence every day. When you walk in on the job as the leader or as even uh, somebody that's at the lowest tier, first of all, everybody matters. Everybody counts on your team. Every single person counts on your team. I know when I coach high school football, I have personally asked to be the JV offensive coordinator every year. Number one reason I do that is because I think long path. I don't think inside of that one season. I've been at Streets World now for 10 years. And to see the success that we're at 10 years now, a decade later, to when I got here back in 2009 is absolutely uh, amazing. We went through two head coaches and John Arlesic, who was a straight community man, he uh, lived here. He taught here. He was invested for 13 years before I ever got here. And he gave me a love for the city. I'm telling you, what you have to buy in. You have to buy in what you're a part of. If you're a part of a company, I, I did masonry for seven, several years, for almost 27 years before I was uh, a pastor and a, and a coach. And as a young man coming out of the Marine Corps, one of the things that I learned is you have to buy in. And one of the ways to buy in is there's a language that begins to take place with inside of your corporation or inside of the business that you're in every day and inside of the home you're in every day. Man, you can be an encourager and speak life and begin to build that nothing's impossible mentality. I know when you think about cultures, every single buddy on here that is a part of Northeast Ohio knows that Mogador High School has a culture of winning and success. And that starts at a very young age. It starts at the grassroots of the first five-year-old that comes into Magador, they begin to tell them that they're a winner. They begin to tell them that they can begin to leave and achieve greatness and achieve success. So they're speaking that at the grassroots. When you have an employee that comes in, what do they begin to hear? Is it murmuring or complaining or is it life? Is it that we can always go beyond what we are? And so having that mentality of success is no matter where your company's at, There's two things that's happening inside every company, inside every school system, inside every church, inside every home. You're either constantly in a reset, reform, recalibration, or you've got a good foundation. And if you have a good foundation, then there's always room for growth. There's always room to go to the next level. And so whether it's a reset or whether it's legacy, we have to realize the language that's around us. What are we speaking every single day? What is the atmosphere and the temperature gauge that's coming in? Do you, do you surround yourself with encouragers? What, what do you draw around you? What you're familiar with is what you're drawn to. People of success always draw people of success. And so one of the things that you always have to gauge, and I do this as a leader myself, is I want to look at not just the people around me, but I want to look interior at me. The answer for the world around me is the one that's within me. When I wake up in the morning, and we all do this, we have good days and we have bad days, but are you willing to judge yourself and, and test yourself every single day? Because no matter what, every single one of us on here, we're a leader. Whether your leadership influence is a 10 or it's a one, whether you have a draw of a thousand people or you have a draw of two people, somebody is looking at you. Somebody's listening to what you say, somebody is watching your attitude, your actions. And so in that, you're leading somebody. And so when we're leaders, we have to understand that leadership is influence. If you know anything of John Maxwell, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And so the biggest thing about having a culture of success is the relationships around you. You know, we teach a lot of independence and personal destiny and goals and all that kind of stuff. But you're never going to achieve any kind of destiny. You're never going to achieve any kind of greatness without having the right people surrounded in your culture and so your language will determine the success of the people around you and it'll determine the success that's in your life another thing that i want to begin to talk about is attitude do you believe and apply what you say it's one thing to be a positional leader it's another thing to be a leader of influence to actually believe in the product that you're buying into So I coach football at Streetsville High School. I buy into Burl Strong. I buy into it. The old statement that a lot of you hear through the athletics is, do you believe blue and gold? I believe blue and gold, but I was born and raised in Crestwood. If you know anything of that history, that's a rivalry. And so you have to begin to buy in to where you're planted and where you're rooted. And so the moment that you get hired in, the moment you start your company, or the moment you launch your new product, the biggest thing is, is do you believe in it? You know, my wife is a a worship leader here at my church, and I'm not going to mention a lot of my church, but it's still a lot of the sphere of what I do. And when she sings a song on Sunday morning, the biggest thing that I always ask her is, Do you believe in what you're about to sing? If I go to speak before a pregame, or if I go to speak to a congregation, or what I'm doing right now, do I believe in what I'm saying? You know, one of the things that you begin to connect with the people that are around you, and I'm hoping I'm connecting with you. If I'm connecting with you, then one of the things that you're beginning to feel on the inside of you is that I believe in what I'm talking about. I've had success in what I'm talking about. And even though we're inside of a pandemic and we're seeing a lot of diversity in our nation right now, inside of my world, the world that Jimmy Lovejoy lives in, I'm not shook and I'm not rattled because I believe in my world and I believe in the people that are in my world. And so in that, when adversity comes, I have something to lean on it's a foundation it's a root system you know one of the things that we love about the Mirwood forest and those trees that can reach into the sky that nobody can see it it's like limitless is the amazing feat of the redwood trees is that they can reach the feet of 50 60 70 feet but the amazing part is is the miles that the root system goes that can make them withstand any storm and so if i can leave you with anything here it's Get entangled with the people that are a part of your life, the people that you work with on a daily basis. Some people are going to come and some people are going to go. But literally, life is connecting you with people that you're going to be with for a lifetime. And when you connect with people that you're going to be with for a lifetime, it starts to leave an inheritance. It starts to leave a legacy. And it starts to announce a success that you can buy into and you can believe into. I say it like this, and I like to use Mogadore football as an example, especially for this county. But one of the things that we can learn from the Mogador Wildcats is is when you see that green paw, you see success. And when you start building a legacy with inside of you that you buy into and the other people around you buy into, your symbol means something. You know, it's like Nike and Under Armour, they're competitive. But the people that work at Nike and the people that work at Under Armour, they begin to buy into what they are. You know, we look at different brand names and the branding of different things. You know, what you're a part of, do you believe in it? I got a safety council shirt from Mike last year, and uh, I love that they're starting to have a branding in Portage County. I believe that Portage County itself is in such a reclamation. If you look at what's happening in Ravenna, when you look at what happens in Streetsboro, in Aurora, and uh, even in Garrettsville, we are seeing a complete reformation, a reclamation being to take place. And how is that happening? Because people are buying into where they're rooted. The The language is not that Portage County is poverty or Portage County is second rate. We're starting to believe that every village, every city, every township with somebody within a dream is starting to believe and people around them start to buy into. And we're seeing a coffee shop going. Restoration is what it's called. Restoration Coffee 44 right there. It's amazing that coffee shops in Manway and restaurants like The Mill over in Garrettsville. And um, we have Slim Chickens and we have the Eagle's Nest coming into um, Streetsboro. The cinema that was put into Ravenna. People are believing again that their city, their county, their region can be great. And uh, throughout history, I'm telling you, The spirit of 1776, that revolutionary spirit is still inside. It's a DNA part of who each and every one of us are. And we don't have to take things for what they are today. We can believe in change for tomorrow. And all you have to do is it starts with you. One burning man with passion can literally light a fire within a community of people. That community of people can light a city on fire. A city on fire can set a county on fire. A county on fire can set a region on fire. And when I say that, I'm not talking about little literal fire. I'm talking about passion to want to be better, want to do better. And literally what it comes is from identification. The attitude of identification of how you speak to people and how you believe and buy in, it's contagious. And so literally that's how Like, I have people around me that don't do a 12-step program. To come off of heroin. I literally have, and I call them sons, and I I believe that. I believe I'm fathering these young men, even though I'm 40 years old, but these guys are in their 20s. I have a young man by the name of Justin McCoon who was raised in Window, who now is getting ready to buy his first home in Streetsboro. He started his company three years ago, and he's literally making thousands of dollars and growing a family within his flooring company because he believed in something that he was more than just what he was as an addict in the village of Windham, And so how we speak into people, I'm telling you, it's volumes, that language and that attitude of how we begin to walk through life. And we have to realize this, it's a choice. Every morning that you wake up, it's a choice. And so I want to use a little bit of science with this for me to be an encourager. One of the things that I love to do is I love meditation. I love quietness and stillness when I first, get up in the morning. Why? Because I don't need to dwell on yesterday. I need to clear my head. And so when I wake up in the mornings, I love silence. I go from silence into music. Sound and light are the same things. And what we don't wanna do is walk through this world blindly. And so if sound and light are the same thing, but at different speeds, what I wanna do is make sure that my light, my mouth, becomes a shining light to everybody around me. And so when I speak, I can either speak in darkness or I can speak in light. And that's just science. And here's what I'm proving with you in science with this. I watched a study one time of a garden. Literally, this one garden had Beethoven and Mozart, and it had all these things playing over the plants. And these plants were fruitful. And they grew just to uh, historic different phenomena of what they were from the sound that was coming over. So it's not just the light of the sun or the light of the day. It's also the light of your atmosphere that creates the growth that's around you. They took the same type of plant, the same type of garden, and they just literally tore it down and spoke negativity and spoke false identity over the plants. And guess what the plants did? They died. And so literally, if we want to see success and we want to see growth the biggest thing that we don't want to do is we don't want to misidentify. We don't want to use intimidation and fear. And a lot of times that's what titled positional leaders do. They use their title over people rather than realize every person in my world counts. Every person matters. And if I want the legacy of my company to go long, then I need to realize that it's not just us at the top, but it's those that are just beginning. Never despise the day of small beginnings. Every person on here that is having somewhat of a taste of success, how did you get there? You're not going to say it was the negativity that pushed me. It was the people that believed in me. Mr. Rogers used to say like this. If you ever watched his documentary, he used to take time every day and take 60 seconds of silence and he would close his mouth and he would drown out the world. And he used to do this into a diner that he would go into every day That became contagious. Everybody would watch Mr. Rogers get silent and his, his silence from the depth of his heart. He would thank people that were a part of his journey. I'm telling you, thankfulness and the right attitude and the right language will grow a culture of success. Getting people to believe who they really are. Unlocking their greatness. So the third thing I want to talk about is effort. We want maximum effort out of every single person that we come in contact with. But first of all, you're going to have to believe that they matter and you're going to have to view them and look at them beyond what they are in front of you today. And so every heroin addict, every young man that I coach in sports, every young marriage that I come across, I have to believe when I look at it and it's dysfunction, you know, one of the ways that I do marriage counseling is I don't come in and I let The two that are having dysfunction begin to just vomit all over each other what they don't like about the marriage. I literally make them sit down and write on a whiteboard, Where do you want to go? What do you want to see? And then we say, How do we get there? And so what happens is we have to begin to change things that we're doing every day. Here comes reform again. We have to bring reformation. We have to reform the formation, the foundation of what we're doing. Because sometimes in the root system, We're not getting the fruit that we want. So any good gardener has to know that we have to pull the weeds out and we have to get to the roots and begin to make sure that there's fertilization and cultivation happening in the root system to bring forth the effort of the fruit that we want. And so in that, if you're going to refertilize and you look at the definition of the word refertilize, fertilization means impregnation. Once again, it goes back to that root thing. What's the dream on inside of you? Is it still there and are you putting the right things and the right effort in place? You know, slave master and pushing somebody into doing something is not going to bring forth the dream that you want for longevity because you'll always wear a slave out. But if you can believe, get somebody to believe that they're a major part of the long path of what you're doing and you believe in the process, you know, life shows us everywhere that our effort doesn't have to be momentum one of the things that i say about momentum and i love john maxwell's teachings of all of his laws of buy-in the one thing that i don't agree with is the law of momentum and the one thing that i don't worry about law of momentum is i say it like this if i was to put my hands on a baby carriage and i was to push that baby carriage and let go of it what is that baby carriage under it's under the law of momentum and that baby carriage represents my legacy. I don't want that thing to ever be under legacy. I want that baby carriage to be under process. So I want to be hands-on. So if I'm hands-on with the people around me and I'm an influential leader, then what I want to have to begin to understand is I'm influencing people. Don't ever ask for people's hands to get their heart. If you can get their heart and you can get their trust, then you will bring forth a maximum effort out of them. That brings forth the maximum effort out of you. Don't ever ask anybody to do something you wouldn't do as a leader. I do that as a father. I do that as a coach. And I do that most importantly as a pastor, because a lot of people don't want to know this about churches, but a church is a business. It's a 501c3. It has a business side of things. And so anybody who is attached or a part of the voluntary base of who we are as a Northgate in this community because there's a bigger realm than just the influence or doctrine of beliefs of what happens inside the four walls of our building. I believe as the Northgate and even as I coach high school sports, don't just be about what happens inside your four walls or what happens on that football field. How can we affect the communities that we're in? And so I'm just so thankful to be a part of Straitsboro. I'm thankful to be a part of Portage County. I believe just being here on this webinar, is letting me know as a leader, somehow doors are opening for me to be a motivational, encouraging voice to what's happening in the awesome growth that every single one of you that are on this webinar today, or you hear this in a podcast, or whoever this gets to you, you're making a difference. That's why you're on here. You're making a difference in individuals' lives. And that difference in an individual's life is making an ultimate sacrificial love for an entire generation an entire nation a county and a city we're making a change every single one of us on here are making a difference and we have our good days and we have our bad days but you're making a difference and so um, i just want to leave you with this always have written words all around you of what you want to live in two things that i have written around me all the time one is legacy the other is long path and the biggest thing is I am rooted in and I'm a part of something that's bigger than me. And if it's bigger than me, then it's gonna go way beyond once I'm gone. Whether I resign as a coach, resign as a pastor, what I leave as a father, um, what I leave as a husband is all legacy. And I wanna make sure that when my time is done, whether that's taking a last breath or whether it's time for me to step down, I wanna make sure that I have restarted, reset, reclaimed, reformed so that anybody beyond me gets to build, inherit, and see a legacy. And uh, so I just want to thank all of you for the time. Your time is valuable. Everybody on here is a leader. And uh, I just want to thank you guys so much for allowing me to come speak into your lives. I just say this we're Burl Strong over here at the home of the Rockets. The biggest thing we did to Coming to the winning that we're doing within the Northgate and within Streetsboro Rockets, I'm thankful for all the coaches. I'm thankful for every coach I get to be a part of. I'm thankful for our administration at Streetsboro, but I truly believe we got rid of a BCB culture, which is the blame, complain, defend, and we got people to buy in to who they are and who what the, the program is, and uh, so even the Northgate is Burl strong. Every sport is Burl Strong. Our band is Burl Strong. Thrive that Jim Bordeyne runs is Burl Strong. Our economic development, our mayor is Burl Strong. We are seeing a culture that is being birthed that will go long beyond Mayor Broska. It'll go long beyond Mike Dalwa, our superintendent. I am so excited to see what's happening in Streetsboro, and then I'm honored to be a part of Portage County because I'm seeing what's happening in Streetsboro is happening in. It's happening in Manway, It's happening in Ravenna. There's amazing things happening everywhere. And so all of this is happening is because you can look around the world and see dysfunction. But what we're doing as leaders that are on this webinar is we are making a difference in where we're planning. And so I believe that when dysfunction comes to rub the borderlines of Portage County and hate comes to rub the borderlines of Portage County, I believe that our leadership, our love, our influence, and us being able to come together and be diverse is going to help bring change in a nation. And so I'm thankful for all of you for putting your time and efforts in a place called home here in Portage County that will eventually bring change to the world because you're bringing change in the world that you're in. So Mike Thompson and all the Safety Council, everybody on here, uh, Nick, Debbie, Tony, Thank you so much. And just remember, everybody here is successful in some form, and everybody on here is a leader in some way. Keep dreaming. Don't give up on your dream, and don't give up on who you are. Thank you, Mike.
2: That was so good. Thank you, Coach. That's amazing. I feel fired up and ready to go tackle stuff, right? Absolutely. (laughs) uh, We do have a few questions. Coach, you spend a lot of time and energy raising athletes up from youth programs to be successful in the varsity level of, and in the future. How does that perspective translate to business and to the workplace?
1: Well, it's like right now I've been teaching our offense, our, our offensive that we do at Streets is very fast. It's um, a very fast paced. It's almost like a college-like offense that we're running with high school kids. And what we do is the first thing we do is we don't spend any time talking about the plays. We say if you can get lined up right, which takes no effort, so that's being on time, it's being punctual. In the workplace, it's understanding the foundations of your company or your business. Can you get them to the grassroots to believe in the foundation and the formation of what your company is? Before they ever touch a product, can they first of all believe that they can be a part of your team? And so we get those grassroots kids, I've taught a form of our high school varsity offense in our third and fourth graders and fifth and sixth graders. So do they run it like an 18 year old? Nope, but my nine year old understands the concept of how important it is in the grassroots of things. So the very first time you meet an employee, how do you look, what do you see? Do you just see another guy or do you see the next CEO? Every guy that walks in, I've, co- I, streets of in 10 years, I've I've been able to witness over the last 10 years, six All-State football players. I've witnessed multiple kids go to college. And you don't first look at the value of that when you see a 10-year-old kid. You have to see that that kid can become that. And so as a leader, are you willing to invest your life? Patrick Henry said, give me life or give me death in 1775. Revolutionary people see process. They see seed form. That is everywhere in our life. Every seed has to go into the ground and do what? Die. So if you want your company to be sacrificial, are you willing to give the time and the effort? And that's how I believe coaching transitions over into the business world is no matter who I come in contact with, I'm willing to give them me before I give them the company
2: what are the first steps a manager can take to change their their company their corporate attitude into a better company culture
1: this is a hard one this this is a hard one Uh, because what has to happen is if you're willing to reset and reclaim let's just give a prime example here the cleveland browns you have to be willing to go in and clean house i'm a browns fan through and through i'm loyal to a fault and so but one of the things that i watched as I worked under uh, head coaches and different things, and just being a part of different companies. I was a part of, I was a union foreman in the masonry world right here in Northeast Ohio. And I watched a company that I was a part of, and I'm not gonna name names just for the sake of people and privacy, but those that know me personally know I'm talking about. We put together a team in the masonry world that uh, back in 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, We had a crew of people that could put up Target, Walmart, Lowe's, and some of your uh, Dick's, some of your major stores that started blowing up here around 2007. And so me as the union foreman and watching the Mason foreman and the owner of our company, we had to be willing to cut out the BCD people. You're going to have to be willing to get rid of, no matter how good of a work ethic and no matter how long they've been with you, you're going to have to get rid of your negative Nancy's. You're going to have to get rid of your naysayers. And when you come in, first of all, you're going to have to shock uh, the crew, the team that's around you. And you're going to have to take those people of influence because the BCD culture that is happening within your company that you don't have the success. And you can see this on all the reality TV shows. You can go back to the old uh, movie where uh, I'm trying to think what that movie was, where uh, they want, were running a um, a bar and they wanted to clean the bar out. And make the bar a better place you're going to have to get rid of those naysayers that don't see your vision but they may have the greatest work ethic in the world but you have to make sure you're surrounded people with your vision your heart your dreams and number one they don't bring division; the they bring unity
2: how do you translate that into the long run you mentioned that you've got a long path is you know is one of the words that you keep keep close to, to you all the time how do you set that up for the long path
1: What happens is when you believe in the long path and you believe in seed form, and we have a great reminder every day, and it's trees. Any tree that is fully blossomed, fully grown, gives us a sign that we can be patient. Tomorrow's coming. I call it the new day revelation. If you have a new day revelation, then what you realize is every storm has to end and every new day has a beginning. And so in a long path, you don't get suckered into ambition you don't get suckered into momentum you realize that what you have started today in grass form it has time to grow everybody has a lottery mentality in today's society everybody has a microwave society mentality but if some of us are older we remember as kids putting the oil in the pan pouring the popcorn in waiting that to heat up having to contain the popcorn shaking it up (laughs) Put it right there. How much fun did you have as a kid watching that process? We are so afraid of process because we have seen so many lottery stories that we forget the American dream and the small business owner is birthed off of the long path. And um, I, South Carolina is behind me here. I have a dear friend whose dad was a senator. His great great grandfather was a general in the Civil War. And one of the things that changed my mind about Long Path was I got to go on a farm that was pretty much like six generations from the time of the Civil War. What he began to show me was inheritance that his granddaddy, who was a general, literally bought this farm in seed form, knowing that this tree farm would become uh, paper, it would become products, it would become these things. He was a visionary, he had vision for the Long Path. And so financially, six generations later, his great-great-great-grandchildren do not have to worry about money. And me being from North Eastern Ohio, I'll be honest with you, we're very poverty up here. And so this began to wreck my world about what it meant to leave an inheritance and to give my children something to build upon that started out as a tree farm from a Civil War general to his great-great-grandson became a U.S. senator. You know, to the things that his grandchildren are doing today, economically and agriculturally, all have degrees from Clemson and the University of South Carolina. We have to begin to see beyond ourself and see ourselves as seed.
2: Good. I think that's all the questions that we have and we're getting close to time. So, uh, again, thank you so much for coming in and speaking today. I just want to say thank you so much. That was so inspirational to me. And I know that, as you said, you put it into a new perspective for me as far as this is a new beginning with what we're going through. So I think we all needed that right now. So I just wanted to say I really appreciate that. And I would imagine that the way you have touched someone like me, and I'm sure the rest of us, those kids must just really look up to you. And thank you for everything that you're
0: doing. And good luck the rest of the season.